All right, all right. And here it is, my people. I am Ocho Diablo, and welcome to IG Live. In just a couple of moments, we're going to be live, L-I-V-E, with Sister Sidat. Ciao, la. I'm going to uh, give the live a, a couple of minutes for the uh, for the folks to come on in. For the folks to come on in, come on in. It's lemonade. <laughs> Roger that, see that. Uh, let me, pre- let me uh, press the buttons here. Stand by. Mm. Oh, good stuff. Okay, so here we go. Let's see here. Go live with Sister Cedar. Waiting for Cedar to respond. Ba ba da ba da ba ba ba. Hi. Ah! <laughs> and here it is, my people. I am Ocho the Apple, and I will make today count. And I invite you, the people, to take today and make today the day that you make positivity and self empowerment louder. We are live with Sister Cedar. Cedar. Ciao, la. Yes. Pretty cool. close enough. Close enough. Yeah. She is a qualified BACP registered trauma informed psychotherapist all the way over in London. Uh-huh. And she says to be trauma informed means understanding and being mindful of psychological and cognitive distress. Accompanying this is an understanding of mindfulness of the neurobiological and physiological constellation of symptoms. Constellation of symptoms, yeah. It's a big group of symptoms. That can often accompany distress. Ah, That's a lot. Sister, thank you so much for taking time and making time to drop in. And a lot of people joining in. Wow. Uh, I'll check in with you guys in <laughs> just a few moments to see here. It's a pretty big list. My goodness. Uh, all of you, I love you. I mean that. Um, so, um, let's check in. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> Thank you for, um, uh, coming on. Do, like, do, do you, like, do you do many interviews? I, I, uh. I've done a few podcasts. This is actually my very, very first Instagram live ever. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, yeah. you, uh, you honor me greatly. Thank you. Uh, Which so is why my face is like right up in the screen and I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> um, do you have like, um, like a stand thing? No, so oh. I do not. I'm a rookie. I will get a stand. You're getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> we uh we we were uh, we were messaging and talking about okay are you ready yes we're gonna have to caffeinate first that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been a coma day for me i've been half asleep oh sarah joined hi bestie hey this is just sarah <laughs> hi sarah love you um yeah um oh mike hi mike oh my everybody's joining in love both of you loving you all of you hello uh let's see see that can you speak hindi it says Yes, I can, but probably not for this live. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> let's, um, now, now that we've checked in, um, mm-hmm. sister, um, I've, uh, I, I've prepared a, a plethora of things that we can, we can go into or not. 
Um, Shoot. Um, you, these, uh, these, these folks that are now watching obviously know you from the Instagram, from your fire, fire, fire quotes. And, um, you got to give us the download on that. But first sister, um, please tell, um, tell the people what your, what your role is in this space. On Instagram, why I'm on Instagram, or just in the uh, in the mental wellness space, because that's 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 the direction that. Um... So I'm a psychotherapist. Sarah wants to know about my cats. Um, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a psychotherapist. Yes. Um, so I trained uh, traditionally integratively, which mm. means um, the way I practice integrates a lot of different models. So it's not just one one particular model. Yeah. And um, I found as I started working, it was sort of what we call affective disorders like depression and anxiety that I was kind of drawn towards. Yes. And um, in working on my own stuff, yes. I think someone's just, I've just had a marriage proposal. Oh, I know, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> well, you married me, see, right? uh, um, We'll put that one yeah, on the pile so, with the rest of them. Um. <laughs> so it was kind of um, working through, uh, part, partly through my training, my pre-qualifying experience, and I started to realize how much um, my own trauma was, was still very much alive mm. and very much with me. Yes. And um, I have ADHD, so these comments are like <laughs> throwing me. You're doing great. Thank you. Um, so, and then I kind of started to learn about trauma mm. as we talk about trauma now, about emotional trauma and about yes. how, especially um, childhood stuff, early yes. life stuff, Yes. How it how it um, forms sort of a blueprint yes. for our responses, for our reactivity, for our triggers. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of what drew me into the work, because it was only when I had an understanding of trauma that I could do my own work. Mm -hmm. And um, and then it just seemed like a very natural thing to then do that and. Um, mm. And work with other people in that way. <sighs> what? What would you attribute to this huge, not even research it's necessarily, but this huge just wave yeah. of folks uh, taken, taken to the medias? Well, like, what do you, what, what, in your opinion, what's, what do you feel is going on? Because it, it's not just you. It's you and, like, hundreds of others, which yeah. is beautiful. So um, what's your, you know, feelings, thoughts? I think there's, it's um, a multifaceted thing. I think on one hand, um, our generation is probably, our generation and younger are probably the most psycho-educated -edu um, generation in history. Mm. Um, we understand mental health in a way that even our parents' generation didn't. Mm -hmm. um, people younger than us uh, definitely understand it better than I think even we do. And the other thing is social media is where marketing is going. Yeah. So anyone who's trying to build any sort of a business or platform or wants to mm. disseminate information, it's mm -hmm. just it's the logical place to be. As mm. um, Gary Vee calls it free real estate. And it, it is. is. It, is. it really is. There's there's um, this um, this this weekend. Oh, oh, this weekend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> The 
the conversation about like trauma and yeah. like a lot of inner inner child stuff and boundary like all these things they're like that conversation is 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 floating to the surface in a crazy way mm. in a crazy way and um and uh and to me it it like it it really means that that our civilization our people are already yeah to really start to peel back that layer especially like a generational trauma which a lot of us are still just walking around yeah um mm. i think it's a it's a confluence of things mm. because on one hand yeah there's the kind of i think you're coming from the very much the energy perspective of um this is when there's an energy resurgence i think the other things are again it's just coming back to psychoeducation and mm. there's so much less of a stigma mm. um therapy is now a very mainstream thing it's portrayed on television and in film it's being rapidly rapidly normalized mm. so people are accessing it there are also more therapists probably than there ever been yes um and i think the more the more therapists there are the more accessible it gets in terms of um money and and just the amounts of amounts of therapists mm. so i think people are reaching out people are far more psychoeducated mm. um and because of the things like instagram and other social medias and the content that a lot of amazing humans put out yes. people are naming they're able to name what's going on for them mm. so instead of um thinking i'm lazy and useless somebody can actually put that into context and say i'm actually um i maybe have some trauma to work through mm. maybe there's a lot going on in my body and what i'm experiencing is laziness is actually something else mm. it could be neurodivergence um so i think when you when you're able to name something and put it into context mm -hmm. you can then attack it yes because if you don't know what you're attacking there's nothing to or you can't yeah you just you're you're flailing yes yeah oh boy um it's it's ah it's it's such a beautiful time it really is it's really is to to be able to again attack it like you said and have it and have it be like a like a thing that we can yeah. address and talk about and and um and understanding understand conceptualize and then do something about it and mm -hmm. then be be what we want to be instead of being like reactionary mhm mm to whatever the thing happens but, uh, but even that like i think you have to be careful with with that because we we are villainizing being reactionary if you want um reactionary Oh that's nice. Can would you mind blocking this person please? Okay. Thank you. Um that's me being reactionary. <laughs> and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. And we're back. Um yeah. So being reactionary if you if you want it stop laughing at me Ocho, okay? I'm trying to just get like <laughs> smooth past it. Brother doesn't know how to act. <laughs> Uh, and we're back. You're right. You're right. Here we go. Here we go. Um so your being reactionary is also survival. Mm. Um your nervous system, thanks Brenda. Your nervous system is um reacts before your brain can even comprehend that there's a threat. Yeah. If you weren't reactionary, you'd probably die in the face of um 
of things of, of of like if you think in evolutionary terms if mm. we weren't able to react in the face of the um saber-toothed tiger yeah we wouldn't have we wouldn't have lived to this generation talking on an iphone yeah. across um continents yeah so people are reactionary because they learned to be because there was a reason to be yes and um we want to we want to normalize that mm. and and not um sort of look at being reactionary as some sort of lower self and mm -hmm. i have to be a higher self you you're, you're mm. both yeah you're both in this there's place for both and it's and it's okay mm. there is there is a place for both um sister so i was looking across your uh library of work <laughs> and 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 um selfishly <laughs> i was uh, i was uh, wanting to go over one of your posts that is titled a trauma informed dating guide because i know we talked about this yeah before and uh, she'll uh, she'll uh, she'll do a, like a little bit of a plug when we're uh, wrapping up around uh, the thing that we're talking about excellent um so uh sister sirat did this post uh well you can find it on the page but it's it's entitled trauma informed dating guide mm. and uh i was hoping to get your your i guess thoughts feelings on what on what inspired this to uh, to come to be and if we could we just just kind of breeze through a couple of them and you could do give, uh, give your thoughts um oh, so i did a few trauma informed dating uh guides So which is the one that you have? We're looking at a trauma informed dating guide, uh, breathe and remind yourself that bad love is not better than no love. You are um the the first one. Okay. Um so essentially there's so many of us that have been through pretty serious stuff. Yes. And we have stuff in our we have stuff going on in our body. Mm -hmm. We have unconscious responses. Um we're sort of carrying around a lot of baggage and yet every single person in the world wants love everyone wants connection and we're wired for it and what happens is that we we meet people we start dating them it's all it's all great and then it all goes really wrong and we don't <laughs> know why and um i think with the with the trauma especially you're very reactive because again you learnt um and um these comments are killing me <laughs> <laughs> just be fine and look straight at you um and our nervous system responds even when we're safe mm. even when we go through something that um has is reminiscent of what the original trauma was yes. the nervous system's on high alert after trauma it is a finely finely tuned um it's like our body is finely tuned machinery you're on yeah especially when you hook up with an avoidant that's true um no it's true cuz like you can you can be um really seeking connection and not mm. understanding why and we seek out people who are familiar mm. um we we react we don't know why we get triggered we don't know why mm -hmm. and um yeah so talk wanting to kind of talk people through a trauma informed way of dating Yes. because there's so much fantastic dating advice out there. Yes. But it doesn't take into account traumatized people. And it's a really really different um approach. So there's a lot of psychoeducation that needs to be done there. People need yes. to understand 
what your nervous system responses are and um, what your attachment styles are. Yes. Kind of, yeah, and kind of notice um, how what's happened to you is showing up in the here and now. And that's what these guides are about. Uh, sister, if, if you would please um, just briefly go over attachment style because that's, that's yeah. more and more coming up uh, just in, in, in the generalized just conversation around mental wellness. So, what, so for someone who's totally new, yeah. attachment style, what's that? So your attachment style is um, how you relate interpersonally with mm -hmm. somebody um, who is in a very close relationship with you. Mm -hmm. So it usually gets formed by your relationship with your primary caregiver. So um, usually that's your mum mm -hmm. um, and dad, but more your mum because it's um, traditionally it's the mum that is attending to your every physical need. Um, and how your mum attends to you or doesn't attend to you, mm -hmm. how responsive she is to you, your parents are to you, mm -hmm. um, how well they're able to soothe you when you're activated mm. um, will then create your blueprint for mm. how you learn mm. to be loved and to love. Mm. So that's, that's what attachment is in a very sort of um, like in a little nutshell synopsis. Yeah. And then the attachment styles are there's anxious attachment, mm -hmm. which is um, like the needy one, right? Yeah, but I don't want to call it the needy one. So, <laughs> um, so it's it's people that tend to be um, they tend to only feel safe in relationship with the person um, that they're with. If they if they sense that they're safe, then they're okay. But they oh. they mostly don't feel safe. Right. So it's sort of being very, very preoccupied with the other person. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's never what do I think of them? Are they good enough for me? It's always the other way around. Um, what do they think of me? Have I done something wrong? They haven't texted me back. That must mean that now mm. they never want to talk to me again. Mm -hmm. um, so that's sort of, um, again, in a nutshell, anxious attachment. Um, mm -hmm. So they need, they do need a lot, a lot of reassurance, people with anxious attachment. Huh. And then, um, uh -huh. And then there's avoidant attachment, mm -hmm. which is usually somebody that was um, just horribly neglected. Yeah. Um, nobody came to soothe them when they cried. And so they, they kind of shut down. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So you, you shut down and you learn, um, you learn that it's just you. No one's going to come help you. No one's going to come save you. So mm. even though you deeply want the connection, when the intimacy happens, when that emotional charge happens, mm -hmm. um, you you do something called a deactivating strategy. So you might be a bit mean to the person. So, so you make a bit of distance. You might, um, you know, like semi-ghost them. <laughs> you or Those sorts of things because the intimacy is scary. Yeah. And the uh, third one, is disorganized. Um, mm. So there's actually four. The fourth one is secure, but um, disorganized attachment is sort of um, oscillates between the two, oh. anxious and avoidant. So I'm I would be more of a disorganized. Um, I'm like naturally, I, I would say that's my style, and that's usually people who um, were abused, mm -hmm. and um, you, so you you have the anxious side. It depends on the context. But mm -hmm. you can also have that real push-pull of come close, I need reassurance, and then go away, I need my space. 
there's a lot of that and then ah. secure is sort of the holy grail of attachment mm. um which is somebody who has you know with ease can accept love and can give love um is okay with space is okay with time together it um and it's it's sort of i call it the holy grail because no one on earth not mother teresa or the buddha or the dalai lama no one's secure mm. all the time mm. um we tend to be you know it's something that we can work towards uh, and also hope for mm. everyone who identifies with a particular attachment style yes. they're plastic so they can change mm. as you do the work they absolutely change um would uh are there uh, are there any books or any kind of things that you could recommend for people getting yeah. more information on their attachment yeah. style um the best book is um attached by amir levine so a m i r Um, mm-hmm. and the surname is Levine L E V mm-hmm. I N E and um so it's two authors Amir Levine and Rachel Heller but if you just put his name in it'll come up if you put the name attached in mm-hmm. to Amazon it'll come up because it's a it's a really popular book yeah. and um it's the book i recommend to anybody who wants to learn about attachment because it's not clinical it's written in very um mm-hmm. nice straightforward terms i refer to it all the time mm-hmm. it's um it's a, it's a great book if you want to learn about attachment and mm. also um about how to work on your particular attachment style what mm. strategies are um that that you might want to employ yeah it's mm. a, it's a great book I Renza. there's yeah. a there's a book by uh stan someone's put it in the comments thank you whoever did there that there is oh there it yeah. is thank you there's a book by a uh, stan tatkin yeah that uh, that uh, made me aware of the uh, the attachment style business and uh I I had no idea. Yeah. And it's, it's a it's really worthwhile framework. So important. Yeah. So important. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Back to the dating guide. Um red flag behavior is a great opportunity to practice choosing yourself. Mm. There's there's been a lot of talk on a uh, red flag uh behavior what what does that mean what is what what are some like just some just basic red flags for those who are uh i guess in the dating scene okay um and, and we're red... you know they're they're on the coffee date they're hanging out mm. like what are, what are some mm. um so red flags the term red flag has been used so much now and misused so much that it's basically meaningless. Sure. So just to be more specific about what I'm talking about, it's mm-hmm. any sort of behavior that alerts you to the fact that this isn't the person for you mm-hmm. and that you might be um you might be attracted to somebody with whom you can reenact your original trauma. Mm. So that's what I'm talking about when I say red flag. Yeah. yeah. Um and one thing I think that every single person should do is listen to their body mm. and um your body is your barometer so if somebody mm. is not right for you your body mm-hmm. will tell you if you're mm. around someone and you feel anxious on edge mm. um or you feel depressed and low mm. um your body your, your body is telling you all the time mm-hmm. um how safe you feel with somebody so i think that's the first big one listening to your body is really 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 important bingo yeah 
And then I wish there was a list, uh, uh, a nice, clean list that I could wrap up in a bow and say, these are all the red flag behaviors. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's completely context-based, isn't it? Of course, yes. So, but if you, if you feel like mm. somebody's sort of teasing you in a mean, shamey way, that's not great, is it? No. Or pressuring you to do anything, or mm. being controlling, or you feel mm. like you don't have um, an equal voice, Mm. Um, any of those things mm -hmm. um, would probably be red flags, but they, they're context-based and they're different. So if you've been through a specific type of trauma and somebody is inadvertent, yeah, not gaslighting, and they someone know. is inadvertently triggering your trauma, that doesn't, it's not a reflection on them being a bad person, right. but that means they're not the person for you. That's not going to work. Bingo. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Um... Oh boy, let's see here. Attachment style meaning somebody new. What? <laughs> as, I, as, I was, as I was doing, you know, doing a little bit of research, I, I, I was breezing through. I found the, the dating guide. Ooh. And, uh. <laughs> no, okay, okay. So, so, the next, so the next slide on trauma informed dating guide it's, it's the meeting someone new. Yeah. And, I, and I was going through all of them, and I was like, oh, okay, oh, she's right. You got me there. And uh, what is it? That, it was uh, you might feel very apologetic for who you are. Okay, understandable, fair. Uh, you will project your healing fantasy onto them. Okay, all right. Uh, and then uh, there's uh, having the talk. <laughs> what is... Please elaborate. You, you, you must elaborate. What does that mean? Okay. So, so having the talk is essentially disclosure of the fact that stop laughing. <laughs> it's funny. It's Why like, you you're having coffee. It's like, I need to tell you something. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> tell me no, something. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do it on here. the first date. You absolutely would not do it on the first coffee date. So this would be, you would do this. I'm just going to ignore your laughing. You would do this um, when... You know that this, you like this person, you think they like you, there's not like a bunch of scary red flags, and okay. you can imagine being in a relationship with them. So that's when I would say this would be a good time to have the talk. And the talk is essentially sort of um, disclosing the fact in without giving any details you don't want to give, that you're a survivor of trauma. So the reason I say this is because when you have been traumatized and then you carry on to, you know, live in the world and um, you, you want to fit in. You want to yeah. seem normal. Yeah. And we get really, really practiced at, at pretending to be okay when we're not. Um, huh. And if you're going to be in an intimate relationship with somebody, you want to be, um, you want to be authentic. You want to be real. So that one, th one thing that having the talk does is, allow you to show up authentically which yeah. is an experience that most most survivors don't have except in um really really specific situations they're few close people mm -hmm. and um the other thing it does is let the other person know who mm -hmm. you are it gives them context for reactions right. um they oh it's deborah i love deborah oh hi deborah <laughs> and this. um it kind of it gives them it gives them um context for why you might behave the way you behave, why you might react very strongly. Mm. And um, 
sort of if you if you sort of seem to get reactive over something that seems really innocuous to them or mm. something that they've never come across before mm -hmm. they have a context they understand that you've been through something big yeah. and sometimes you act you react really strongly you're mm. working through your stuff mm -hmm. um so that's that's the reason and i think it's kind of it's kind of um a worthwhile thing to do mm. if you're going to start dating someone thank you cassandra cassandra hi sister She's amazing. Her work's um, yes, fantastic. Yes, uh, she will. Uh, she will be on the live one of these days. Oh, sweet! I look forward to that. She's going. She is. Uh, she is tremendous. Well, n now that we're talking about the uh, trauma-informed dating guide, sister, w would you be open to uh, talking yeah. a little bit more about this uh, program you're going to be launching in the next couple so, of few? Um, when I did these posts, I just got such a deluge of messages from people um, who just. <laughs> had all their dating questions and mm. um and I, I realized it was a problem i could solve mm. um relatively easily so it's something that i've decided to do which is build a course it's probably going to be about four weeks not not mm. excessively long mm. and i'm gonna keep it as affordable as i possibly can mm -hmm. so people can um access it and and you know um, mm -hmm. get get the kind of help and the education that they're looking for in this context mm -hmm. and um, teach you about your nervous system, how it responds, why it responds, mm -hmm. um, maybe some starting kind of um, regulatory practices and exercises mm -hmm. um, about your attachment style, mm -hmm. um, how trauma will mess up attraction, so mm -hmm. what to look for. Um, and kind of when you start dating, just just a little bit of coaching through